Maybe I want to look at something too. Oh, are we starting yet? Yeah. Oh wait. Hey. Yeah, I, I didn't even. What? What's going on? Are you just gonna leave like 15 seconds of silence in the beginning of it? Thinking about it. I think I want to look at something too. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it, maybe it is. All right. Well, just in case you want to start here. Hello and welcome to the Technically Human Podcast. Ooh, we're back, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we like hiatuses. <laughs> and sometimes we just take one and then we'll come back, do one episode of the podcast, and then take another one. Just you know what's so great. You know what's fucked up is that we were doing podcast episodes still, but you had the Zoom recorder that oh. had like the info on it. <laughs> so nothing got uploaded. And I'm just going to mass upload all of these. So if you're listening to this, welcome to the end of that three-hour charade. <laughs> Hello. Hey, how's it going? How's it going at the end of this? You know. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's Leave to say? Leave a comment. How you feel? Leave a hang. What? Literally, Have just we be there. Any comments? Um, I don't think so. Leave a comment, guys. Yeah, for love of God, leave a comment. It. Or still help me. I'm gonna cry. What? Oh. <laughs> On the podcast. <laughs> I'll think about Tune it in next week <laughs> to find out if anybody did that. Does DJ cry on the podcast? Yeah, but we're back. What's up, Allie? How's it going? Uh, it's it's all right. Yeah. It's a great time <laughs> to be alive, DJ. <laughs> and as we know, nothing depressing is ever going nope. on in the news. Nah. And so it's a beautiful day. Yeah, it's great. Nothing I love is it. Wrong. In my immediate life, there's nothing wrong, and I just try no to hold problems. on to that. You know, I don't know why everyone's always talking about their problems or different stuff. There's no problems. No problems. Nothing's ever wrong. You know why there's no problems? Huh. Well, do you want to just jump into it? Let's jump into it. Guys, as we all know. Spider-Man just came is, out. It just <laughs> came out. <laughs> fucker. <laughs> I'm pointing at Allie and screaming know, fucker. I didn't know, like, I didn't know 100% of you were going to talk about Spider-Man, but then I was like, I what if he was going to talk about something really important, and then I steered it to Spider-Man. I was going to say, it's <laughs> fucked either way, right? Because, like. If I am talking about Spider-Man, you steal my thunder <laughs> yeah. for it. And if I'm not, you just decided we're talking about Spider-Man. Yeah, it was, I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> you already made that joke, and I took it from you, and but I'm sorry. You know what's funny, though, is that we are going to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, we're going to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> All right, so you've beaten the game, right? No. No? I started oh. playing it yesterday. Oh, goodness. Okay, okay. I don't actually own anything. Everything <laughs> I own was either given to me or uh-huh. I stole it. Yeah, so, yep. Cade owns a PlayStation, my roommate. Yes. And he has to play it, and then Ashley's playing it, mm-hmm. and then I'm kind of the third on the chopping block because I'm never home. Okay. And, like, they're way more into video games than I am. Yes. So, like, I'm always the third one to play any game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I started – I finally – get. Cade had finished enough that he wasn't playing it every second of every day. Ashley mm-hmm. had finished enough that she wasn't playing every second of every day. So I finally got to start it yesterday. And oh boy, is it fun! Oh, t- all right. So, from a person that's just kind of started playing, what are your thoughts on it? Give me your general thoughts about the Spider-Man game, because I've I'm on my second playthrough now, and I am just like ravaging this fucking game. Oh damn! <laughs> I am so in it. Well, I think like as in, I am pretty new to video games, but like I've always kind of tried to play video games, mm-hmm. but um. I don't know. I think what's cool about this one is like literally everything feels like the game, even mm. though all of the parts of it are a little bit different. Like there's puzzle parts where you're really just playing pipeline. And like I like playing pipeline. I have no problem just sitting down and playing pipeline. Yeah. And so like that's a little bit fun. And then you mm-hmm. get to swing around the city and that's 
hella fun. Like, oh, yeah. It's, in every other game, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is so far away. I have to mm-hmm. travel across the whole yep. fucking map to get over there. Yeah. But this one, it's like, oh, my gosh, I, I get to travel as fast <laughs> as I want. I'm going to jump on shit and float yeah. through this. It's going to be real fun. You try to see how many people you can, like, swing and hit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. And then the most fun part about it is, like, that Spider-Man is, like, he's like a Batman character, right? He doesn't kill people. But, man, does he kill people I mean, any super. Show. No, Holy he doesn't. Fuck. What are you talking about? No, that's what I mean, though. Like, he'll, like, throw people in the air and then, like, catch them with his uh, web and then, yeah. like, run them into a metal pole. And you're just like, oh, man, minor concussion. Like, they're not <laughs> dead, though. <laughs> no, they're Superheroes. So, they're fucking dead, <laughs> I was dude. talking with Tyler about it, like, the other day, and I was like, <laughs> It's kind of fucking wild that he can, like, punch someone 10 feet. Like, if you were, like, a bystander, right? Yeah. And you saw another human being punch someone 10 <laughs> feet in the fucking air and then jump up and just kind of float there for a bit and just beat the ever-loving yeah. shit out of him for, like, breaking into a house. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know how many times he shows up before the crime started? Yeah. Like, he just has a hunch. Man. What he, if they were just like chilling? Like, what if they were the the crowbar appreciation uh, <laughs> team of New York, and they were just meeting on a rooftop in their in their uh, zip up sweaters? Yeah, just having a good time. Having a good time, appreciating their crowbars, and he just comes and kicks all their asses. Spider Man, Spider Man's just getting trolled by somebody that hacked into his like telecoms or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, there's totally like a break in happening. <laughs> like someone's like swatting. Like people, but they're instead of swatting, they're Spider Maning people. Oh yeah. Where it's like streamers will get like fucking yeah. Spider Man breaks into the house and beats the shit out of them yes. for no reason. And that is a thing that happens in the game at a point. Oh yeah. Kinda. There's a side mission, and it's like someone trolling Spider Man for like a stream, huh. and it's fucking awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I <laughs> I was playing the 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 science portions, and it's so satisfying. And then Mary was here, and I was like. Mary, I'm doing science. <laughs> and she's like, no, you're just playing pipe one. It's like, I'm a biologist. <laughs> <laughs> it's chlorofluoroxide, mana. <laughs> <Yeah>. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's so much fun. Oh, it's man. so much fun. It is so much fun. I don't know a lot of Spider-Man lore. Mm-hmm. And Cade talks like he knows Spider-Man lore, but mm-hmm. it's still extremely confusing to me. Yeah. Did he ever have an evil uncle? Did like, he ever this may be really dumb. Really dumb question. Maybe cut that uh, out. This is a question. We should definitely do a part two with this. Oh, because I, I want you to finish the game so that we can talk about it. But I also want, because Tyler is very close to finishing the game too. Uh-huh. And Spider-Man is, uh, excuse me, Tyler is Spider-Man, like lore, factoids, everything. Oh, Dude God. knows. Don't let him listen to that Head question. to toe. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to embarrass everyone. That being said, that. I don't know. You don't know either? Okay, good. But it's possible. Thank you. Thank I don't you. know. Because I remember all I knew about Spider-Man as a yeah. kid mm-hmm. was that he only had his aunt. And his, like, as a kid, I think I watched maybe, I think here's what happened. I mm. think they were watching Spider-Man like my family was, mm-hmm. and I was too young to understand it, so I was mm. doing other things, but I'd look up every now and again. Because mm. I think I thought I knew what the Spider-Man story was. Uh-huh. And then every time I hear it, I'm like, how old is Aunt May? Who the fuck yeah. is that? Well, it's all Can very different. And then, yeah, and yeah. Then the Spider-Man trope that I have found mm-hmm. is like, Spider-Man trusts someone, the person ends up being a dick. Like, yeah, Homecoming <laughs> was that. Yep. And then, yeah, yeah. But like, now you can just sit down with Spider-Man. And you're like, all right, you got Spider-Man. You're gonna have Aunt May. You're maybe mm-hmm. gonna have some chick. Yeah. She's gonna either do something or not. But yeah. 
basically Spider-Man's going to trust someone. Mm. It's going to go bad. Mm -hmm. They're going to end up also being the villain that's fighting Spider-Man while Mm. also being some character in Peter Parker's life. And then they're going to figure it out and then they're going to fight. And then they're going to take Aunt May hostage. Spider-Man's gotten weird in the last 10 years because there's there's a whole arc. I think it's called the Superior Spider-Man. Again, we're going to get Tyler on at some point so we can have like another full talk down about it. But it's like a whole line where I think, how, how do I say it? So... Spider-Man becomes there's like some Freaky Friday shit that happens where Doc Ock ends up in Spider-Man's body and Spider-Man ends up in Doc Ock's body I think so like Doc Ock becomes Spider-Man but like super tech and he's like throwing drones out everywhere and he kind of becomes like somewhat of an anti-hero but like him being Spider-Man makes him a hero but then, like, he gets – he has, like, this thing for Aunt May, I think. I don't know. I'm completely talking my ass about that. <laughs> but, like, yeah, Spider-Man's gotten super crazy yeah. and off the wall in the last couple of years. And I'm going to say on record right now, finishing this game from front to back as a Spider – like, a casual Spider-Man fan, this is my favorite Spider-Man story of all time. Huh. Told in, like, any movie, any game, any – and I haven't read them any of the comics, so I can't speak on that. But, like – it's just so pure and like yeah. so like amazing storytelling. There's like stuff they do with characters that you've seen for a long time, and I think they've done it in the comics. But things that like it makes you care about people, even though you know what's probably gonna happen to them. Yeah, I also like that this game kind of plays by my like, you know, you know when you're sometimes watching a movie and you're like, okay, but why did they do that? And you're like, because it's a fucking movie alley. You know? Yeah. I am definitely that person that asks those questions mm-hmm. way too much and nobody ever wants to see a movie with me. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I've accepted my fate. Right. But I still really like when I find something that'll answer those questions. So I was playing Spider-Man and I was like, so he just made Aunt May buy him 88 fucking backpacks or whatever Oh, it yeah. Is. <laughs> I was like, why did like, you have this many how backpacks? How many times did he go to Aunt May and be like, <laughs> lost my backpack yeah. again? And she's like, God damn it. Really? She pulls like one of 80 out of the po- out of the closet. Like, you can have this one, but you're getting close. <laughs> All right, Peter. This time, take care of your backpack. Yes. Two straps on. Got it. He's like, got I'll it. do it. Literally <laughs> throws it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throws it out his window immediately. <laughs> I want put another. Fucking stupid in it. And he only puts one item in each. Yeah, he put like, he put, like <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh, but I like how they. You heard how they explained it, right? Yeah, in one of the other backpacks. Yeah, for, yeah. For the listeners, uh, they explained that he won a competition and got free mm. backpacks for life, and decided to just leave a bunch of little like, yeah. like that's such a cool project, and that's a, and I was like, that's so cool that in the they, most like offhanded way. Question. Yeah, you could completely like, miss good, it if you don't do it. Yeah. And I just, I like that they took the time to be like, oh, that is kind of weird and only existing for the mechanics of this game to give backstory without sending you through like an exposition reel of yep. 10 minutes of whatever. Yeah. You know, like we can add little bits of story that make this character more complete and more whole and mm. like it's optional yeah. and it's not annoying. You just get to swing around and like find things like it's fun and cool, but it also makes sense. Mm-hmm. And like, holy shit. That's on another level. I Nobody wanna, tries to do that anymore. I want to talk about the Batman, or not the Batman thing, the backpack thing, because it's, I think, one of my favorite parts of that entire game from a storytelling perspective, because it's like, it's it, 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 it 
it capitalizes on what you can do in video games in the sense of like you feeling like this person, right? Where it's like, oh, Spider Man has been doing this for eight years. We didn't go through the whole fucking thing of like, oh, Uncle Fred, blah, and then, oh, I've got great powers. I'm a wrestler. I'm going to fucking fight you up. Bone saws ready. You know, like we didn't do all that. So it was like in this one, he's been Spider Man yeah, for a while. I'm glad we didn't have the backstory again. Oh God, me I'm too. so fucking tired. When I saw Such that spider crawl call. down, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do something else for 30 yeah. minutes. <laughs> but, but even, no, it was fine. Oh my God. Even in that, just real quick, like that intro cutscene where you see all this shit, like in the span of like five or 10 seconds, you see like where Peter's at in his life and how he is as a person yeah. through like many things on his desk with all the post it notes. And it's like you still you see. He's still a bit of a mess in a way, but he's like got some things together. He's working on things. He's doing his thing. You see his relationship with uh, like with Harry and Mary Jane. And you see like his relationship with like Aunt May. And you see that Uncle Ben is around. So you're like, okay, he's dead at this point. And it's like it completely takes a book out spoilers of spoilers for Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, the, the first five spoilers for the first five seconds. of Spider-Man. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's that's fair. But it's. Something that they do in Back to the Future that I always really appreciated, and it's actually very similar in the way that they do it, where it's like, you've not seen Back to the Future, right? No. In the first, they do the- ex- I'm never going to see it now. They like, do the- ex- asked me too many times. I know, I know. They, but they do the exact same thing in Back to the Future, okay. where it's like, it's like, you just see like Marty like open this door, or no, at first it starts on like clocks, and you see like all this shit, like, oh, Doc works on clocks, he does science stuff. Why the fuck is there plutonium underneath the bed or like like some nuclear reacting source? And then like on the news, it says nuclear reactive source sold by Libyans. Da, 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 da. And then like it sets up it's like, oh, shit, doc, this character stole shit from Libyans and is now in deep trouble to make like some weird science shit. And it does the exact same thing in this where it's like, oh, I get who this dude is right now. Yeah. It's been a 10 seconds. But back to the backpack thing. I when that was my favorite like collectible in the game and I was like oh this is so fucking awesome blah 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 and I thought about it it's like this game is making me relive memories that I've never had before you know what I mean where like he like goes in and the music gets like really like quiet and somber and it makes you feel like you're actually remembering like something that never in remote happened to you or in life ever you know what I mean yeah and it's just like a cool like nice thing it's like oh I do remember when that happened that was nice and it's like it's just so cool, and Dude. I really like it. Yeah, honestly, that's how I feel about... Um, this is a bit of a new topic, but there's a series called The Gone Series. Okay. And um, me and Cade read it when we were in high school, and it's just... It's like... You remember when everybody was talking about The Hunger Games, and like, it's so violent, all these kids are killing each other, and you get to see, like, warfare and stuff like that. That was, like, the appeal to Hunger Games, uh-huh. right? Yeah. This is like if if Hunger Games had delivered. Like it is okay. So insanely violent uh-huh. while also being like politically tricky. Like I don't know, it's very similar to Hunger Games but like without as much of the dystopian life in it. Mm. It's just like literal politics problems between a bunch of like young kids. Is this live action or animated or just a book? It's a book. Okay. And um yeah, Michael Grant is the writer of it, and I follow mm. him on Twitter. And one time I tweeted one of his book quotes, and then he liked it, replied to it, and followed me. Oh, so we're yeah. friends now. Hey, <laughs> so you're yeah. essentially friends with this. That's always a very fun right. thing. Right, it's always super fun. Yeah, but, um, in, yeah, because he also wrote, um, he's also on the new trilogy that's going to be like a sequel to the Gone series, which is okay. really fucking cool. Fuck yeah. Monster, hero, and villain. Uh-huh. And I'm so excited. 
because it's so good and I like it so far. And anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he tweeted the other day that there's like a slim possibility that the Gone series TV show might actually be coming back, which was a thing that everybody was talking back back in like 2010. We were <laughs> like, oh, my God, there's going to be a Gone series TV show. Yeah. And like there's um, real life pictures on the books of on the original covers. There's real life pictures. So like we already had an idea of what the characters were going to look like. Everybody mm. was like making their own casting stuff. And then it got put down the pipeline a million times. Like, yeah. It, yeah. You just can't get excited as a like book fan of like an obscure book unless mm-hmm. the book is really popular. And yeah, it just like it was popular in our hearts, but when we talk about Gone, it's like that. Like yeah. it's exactly like that. We like there's a character that was named the Breeze for a mm-hmm. while, mm-hmm. and some like really messed up stuff happens with the Breeze. And every time someone said Breeze around me and Cade it's for like, three <laughs> years, we would just look at each other and like go. Like like that and uh just oh my gosh it yeah i get you on that like uh, it feels like our memories but like it's like these are clay people these these are fictional people that never existed that are like digital clay people right (laughs) right, i'm feeling emotional towards these physical clay people right now i know yeah dude the way it ends is like the ending scene is like something out of like my favorite like animated movie i will not tell you what it is or what property it's from because it is very similar in the way that it kind of plays out but once you finish it, I want to talk about it. Are you it. afraid you're going to get them caught for copyright or something? No, I just don't want to spoil it for you in any way because oh, I don't okay. want to. I, I don't. That. I don't want to take away like any like because it, it's a lot of impact. A lot oh. of like what happens in the game is like, oh, I experienced this for myself, or at least for me, because I'm fucking super anal when it comes to that shit. But it's like I experienced this for me, and now it means a lot more. Whereas like if I saw like even like a YouTube thumbnail with one of the suits that happens like to be in the game, I'd be like, ah, man. Well, oh, that sucks. Oh. I, I didn't get that moment for myself. I just saw someone else. I feel else. like I have to be more of a nerd about this kind of stuff to it's get fun. that. It's fun. It's real. F- it's Here's a weird thing that I do in the game. Have you unlocked any suits yet? Yeah, because you unlock like the upgraded suit as part of like the first story plot. Yeah. So I just have the one with like white highlights. Okay, tight. There's As, <clears throat> as you know, there's a lot more suits that oh, yeah. come out in the game, right? So it's, like, a weird thing that I have is that I'll play, like, when I'm just free roaming and stuff, like, as the other suits. But, like, I have to be playing as, like, a red and blue Spider-Man during the story missions. Whether that be, like, the Homecoming or, like, the original or the advanced suit. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm cheating the game in the story. It's like, Spider-Man isn't wearing that. Spider-Man wears red and blue. This is fucking stupid. I can't be wearing this, like, black suit or fucking uh, suit where I'm, like, a luchador. That's fucking weird. That that Spider-Man wouldn't do that. Dude. Yeah. It's so crazy because I did the same thing for Breath of the Wild. And I was just mm-hmm. talking about right. how this game is so similar to me. Like, from a player standpoint, mm-hmm. it feels so similar. Yeah. Like, and grand open world, a lot of possibilities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, even when you unlock the towers and you mm-hmm. open that section of the map, when you unlock a tower in Breath of the Wild, it does the spinning around. Like, yeah. thing. And then when you do that, it does it on Spider Man 2, but it's like, like, it's like New York and boppy and cool. And then, like, getting all the backpacks is like getting all the shrines. It does, it's like literally the same thing of 
it it doesn't take as much skill you could say if you're a mm-hmm. snob but yeah. like i wouldn't say that the temples were like or that the um shrines were particularly like massively challenging they would never take more than one sitting to do one for right me. yeah i feel like the shrines are probably had, it's yeah. more of a gameplay thing if anything and the backpacks are like hey if you want them here are like little glimpses or whatever right but i think getting all the shrines is similar to getting all the backpacks mm-hmm. because you both with both of them you get a little bit like it's unnecessary to like past a certain point if you're doing more shrines than you're like able to find like if you're going out of your way to go and find shrines you might you're probably overpowered like that game is really easy to play at like the progressive state that you are mm. so if you just go out and you find all the shrines you're gonna end up like i played it and i was so overpowered by the time i had like 90 shrines that any oh, yeah. battle was like I, I, I never got nervous that I wasn't going to make it through a battle, really, unless it was, like, a main boss or something like that. Right. Like, I could take Lionel's down and stuff like that before I got all the shrines. And kind of the same for the backpacks. You can play the game without ever using the backpacks, but if you get all of them, it, like, you feel like you have a better understanding of the game as a whole. Yeah, you're like, oh, I get how this person is and what they've gone through and, like, what yeah. their deal is. Yeah, um, and you get like you get the home like spoilers, but you get the homecoming suit, yes, and Spider Man, and then you get the garb of the wild or whatever in Zelda, and yeah. Like it's the classic outfit. You feel like mm-hmm. you feel like the fucking OG. Like yeah, you you're feel like, like, like doing like, it. And, yeah, and I, <laughs> once I got that, I was like obsessive about wearing it in every cutscene. But it, it like I didn't wear it ever because I had the barbarian outfit and I liked it a whole lot more. Yeah, like you know, and like it's I would also. Tough. If, if I was ever, like, doing one thing that was a little bit specific, like, if mm-hmm. I just needed a little bit better swimming to get through something, I would for sure change into that outfit. Like, I was obsessive about being in the right outfit at all times. And it's also more like... Uh, uh, man, I'm sorry. I, honestly, guys, I can't lie to you. You're my fans, and I love you, and I can't do this. I can't, at least I can't nothing has asked, changed. Nothing has changed at all. Nothing, live a lie. Nothing I, has I changed. I need to let you know. God you damn you. Me to stall, I God fucking failed. I, I for failed seconds. You. For I'm literally sorry. two seconds. I don't deserve this we podcast. Talked, we talked for a whole in my fucking hand. hour. But the only difference for you to stop talking is me not sitting in this goddamn chair to turn the AC I off. That is my thought. <laughs> Man, my thought was done. And then I didn't have anywhere else to go. I couldn't <laughs> lie to them like that. I couldn't do that to my fans, DJ. Lie to oh what to the one person that <laughs> listens? What fans? You can lie to him or her or them. Who cares? Hey. Yeah, I'm very, I very I I don't know who that is. So if you're the listener for this, please speak up because there is one person that listens. And we love you. And we love you very much. Yeah. It's so so cool. Like whenever I upload, it's like like relatively soon. Like after I upload it, like they'll listen to it. And I'm like, I want to know who you are so I can thank you personally for you being be a dope podcast? person. <laughs> Let's get every. We're gonna get our banker. We're gonna get this person, and we're gonna get we're gonna get someone else. We're too. gonna get your roommate for we're, one. We're gonna get him back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We gotta get him back. Yeah. We get that person that we talked about. Mm-hmm. That mystery contentant. Yeah. <laughs> I feel obligated to not say, like that's a weird obligation that just came across me because like yeah, we're just fucking just shooting we're just yeah we're just fucking doing this yeah and, but i just like okay it's a little weird to have a film degree but also mm-hmm. be like a guerrilla filmmaker like uh-huh. we are yeah because like a lot of stuff that we do does not follow the standard protocol of filmmaking right. that we learned about in school because we just different. don't have the fucking money yeah like that's the 
that's the main gist of it. So mm-hmm. like, well, what in what sense? In what sense do we not have? You the know, money? like, um, because there could be many ways. I was just curious as to right. which way you met. Right. Well, there's a like one of the things is um like directing. Right. Like I feel like when I'm directing or when we're all in a group, mm-hmm. there's a much like larger stream of communication mm-hmm. that th- would just not be there on set, like yeah. on a crazy expensive, nice set. Right. I, I don't know. And just different things like we that. don't have walkie talkies. Yeah. We don't have walkie talkies. Yeah. I feel like I really want to get walkie talkies, especially for the film shoot that we just did. Oh and yeah. Have it be like for no reason. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can we talk about the last, uh, yeah, last shooting we just it. did? Let's well the last film shoot. Let's not say shooting. Film shoot, man. <laughs> film shoot that we did with cameras. Shooting with update. Cameras, with cameras. No, no shooting update. New quarter. No, uh-uh. <laughs> canceled. Season canceled. New season absolutely this is my canceled. my new segment. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Let's All talk right. about it. So I would like to let everyone know uh, the scariest fucking moment I ever went through on set. Brought to you by DJ's fucking nonsense. Oh yeah, my nonsense, my niceness. I'd say, Whoa. my my That's willing a bit of a stretch, sir. My wanting to help my friend. I'd say. All right. Well, I do appreciate you being there for free. I'm gonna say that first, but uh-huh. let's move on to what you did wrong. Okay. So what the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> All right. So I'm shooting this thing. Uh-huh. It's the last day of filming. Oh, it's you're called, shooting it's this a, thing. It's a short called Pan. Uh-huh. We we. Okay. I'm so I'm so fucking sorry, you liberal butterfly. You put me on it. We we're so shooting hard. this thing. <laughs> I will not be fucking cold we're out in on a my park. Podcast. We're in the most secluded part of the park because mm-hmm. this scene calls for that. Truly does. And, You'll um, see why. Yeah, yeah, we'll put that up somewhere. Go yeah, look at it. It'll be it. fun. Anyway, we're in the most secluded part of the park. We're doing our stuff. And then we're like, oh, my gosh, we need this thing from the car. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, all right, I'll go get it. No, you go get it. Uh, DJ's going to go get it. DJ goes to get it. Mm-hmm. We had to hike into this location. And so. It was also raining. It was also raining. To be noted. Sprinkling. Raining. Sprinkling. I was soaked. Ah, sprinkling for a long time. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna <laughs> undersell me and put me under the bus at the same time. All right, yeah, fine. It was raining. Water was coming from the sky. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> I'm just saying it changes the scenario. Oh yeah, it totally does. Go further. Anyway, <laughs> DJ goes to the car to get the. It was raining equipment, so I guess mm. it is there for it's, that part of the story. It's important. Yeah, happy. There's a anyway. Reason. DJ goes back. Yeah. Me and Mary are sitting there. We're having conversation. I love talking to Mary. She's we great. realized we got a little bit. Uh, I realized that we had been talking for a little bit long. And yeah. I was like, oh, man, it has been a while since I've seen DJ. Yeah. I'm just going to go check that he didn't, like, break his ankle on the way or some yeah. shit, right? Yeah. So Which I go was back to my car. I get my I get some rainproofing gear from mm. my car that mm. I didn't tell you about um, because I didn't think it was going to work out. But it did. Huh. And so I grabbed that and I walked back and I didn't see you on the path. And I was oh, like, wow, oh, yeah. great. DJ made it back. I must have missed him on the way. And then I get back and I see just Mary. And I'm like, DJ fucking got taken. And like somebody's like, where? I legitimately was like, this this went bad. Like, (laughs) I'm going to his parents aren't in the state. Nah. There's no one that cares. about. No, (laughs) no one that cares about him. He was a perfect victim. (laughs) No, it was, but it was really scary because it was like, 
did someone shoot DJ? Like, I don't really, yeah. like, there's a lot of scenarios that go Big through woods. your head before a logical one, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And then I was like, DJ's fucking lost, right? Yeah. And so I was like, all right, hey, Mary, not any reason to freak out, but I did happen to not see your boyfriend <laughs> when I walked back and forth here, and uh, yeah. he might be low-key lost, mm-hmm. you know? Just yeah. casual stuff. And she's like, okay, well, I'll go back and forth and look for him. And then Mary leaves. And then... I am alone in a very secluded part of the park with my equipment that is kind of getting sprinkled sprinkled on, uh-huh. which is not great for equipment. It is not. But we had it in boxes. We were safe and stuff. Yeah, it was, all the we, things that needed to be every, safe were yeah, safe. We had paused production to make sure that we were being safe. And yeah. so time starts to pass, yep. and it's just raining. You know, and I'm like – there's a lot about being alone in the woods when it's raining and you got a lot of equipment and then you also think your mm. friend just got taken. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, at what point do I call the cops? Mm. Oh, at wow. what point th- is Mary just like screaming and running around right now? All of the thoughts were going through my head, but oh, like, geez. or did Mary find you like injured and like, she's trying to help you, but you mm. don't want her to leave, but she needs to go get like, w- yeah. like all of the scenarios are going through my head. Yeah. And so I start calling everyone like mm. eight times. It has yeah. now been like 10 minutes since Mary left. Yeah. And I was like, the walk back to the car took me like six minutes. Right. So all of this is like really terrifying. Yeah. No answers mm-hmm. on any of the phones. Like also yeah. me and Mary had both been trying to call DJ. No answers. And I only all. got two of those calls. Yeah. Yeah. None. But still two of those calls. Two of those calls. I did hold. I did check my phone at a point and it was literally like minutes before you called me. Oh. So like as soon as I put it away, I think it went off. God damn it. I know. But Yeah. <laughs> So there was just a long time of me. And then I was like, all right, someone's in the woods hunting us. And <laughs> your brain they got goes DJ, so quick. And they got Mary. And be they lost. ain't going to get me. So I got the shovel. And I was just like walking around the with the fuck? shovel, like, I'm going to fucking hit someone in the face if they oh walk up my to God. me right now. <laughs> yeah. That's where I was, and then DJ walks up. And I, I was like, oh, hey, DJ. <laughs> from my per- can I explain what happened yeah, from ahead. my perspective? Just, that was my perspective. Here's yours. So, so what happens, so it starts raining, right? And it's, like, to the point where it's, like, we're in a wooded area, but it's coming down to a point where it's, like, all right, this is, like, getting on equipment. And, like, due to circumstances, Mary had some, like, trash bags in her car. So I was like, okay, cool. I've seen this happen before. I'm going to go get the trash bags, cut a little hole in it, Put it on top of the equipment. Doesn't get rained on. We could continue it's production. It's classy as hell. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a thing that like a lot of people do apparently. So I was oh, like, yeah. I was on set one time. I was like, oh, that's a smart idea. I'll remember that for next time. Yeah. And that's next time. And I was like, oh, okay, it's let's do that. Basically, ca- a camera condom. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hundred yeah. huh. percent. But huh. yeah, it ended. Condom it technology helps in a lot of situations. <laughs> condom technology. <laughs> <laughs> I like to wear just a whole bodysuit condom so I never have to take a shower. <laughs> No dirt oh my gets on me. Yes. Instead <laughs> of a shower cap, like a for your head, cup. a shower uh, bodysuit, a shower jumpsuit. It's Ever just, wanted to take a shower but not get clean? It's like the opening shot in Spider Man where he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> got a jumpsuit on. Yes. Oh my God. Imagine if you, like, did have like a form-fitting Spider-Man like <sighs> condom, though, and then you, like, put lube on that. You would be so slippery. Wait. Like, Oh, okay. I was yeah. gonna say, aren't all condoms form fitting in a way? But I, I see what you're saying now. Right, right. Yeah, but and then oh. you just push that person down a hill. They were just like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> they would never get back up. <laughs> they were like, I can't, I can't. 
I can't. <laughs> I, it's like essentially putting a human turtle on its back. It's just to doom that person to fucking yeah. hell forever. It's like, God damn it. You know what's e- equivalently evil to that? What? Like putting a, like putting someone in a room, right, and being like, this room is going to explode in five seconds. But you also have an ins- – and all you got to do is to get out this door. Just turn the handle and get out. But then putting an insane amount of lotion on their hands that they can't get off. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, baby oil. Yeah, it's like, I can't. Oh, I can't. Man. They're falling over. They're slipping around. But, okay, so what happened <laughs> – so what happened in the woods for me? <laughs> so, like – the trash bags, I like, go get trash bags. I'm like, all right, I'm going. And we had maybe hiked for like five-ish minutes, five-ish minutes into the woods, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. I should be able to remember that. I have a terrible sense of direction, and I'm not in nature a lot. So I got turned around very easily. So what happened is that I hiked almost maybe a three-quarters of a mile right passing where i was supposed to turn oh my god so like i literally got to the there's end there's literally like one turn on this path by the way guys there's yeah. a turn and then the trail like goes off into not the trail right but this turn is in a place that does not look like it's like indicated for you right. to walk down yeah. so i like completely just like walked past it and like i get to a point and i'm like huh i see someone's like backyard right now I feel like I've gone in the wrong direction. Oh, man. <laughs> and the way that I went is the way that we went. It was very like it was slight mud in the beginning and then like stone for whatever reason. And then like we're in the area that we're at where I went. It was like literally all mud. Oh. So like that's why I indicated that it was raining a lot because there was a lot of like slush and like the ground was so slippery and I almost fell down like so many times. And I'm like fucking like drenched with water and i'm like running through the rain or it's like where the fuck is anything yeah, and this is some fucking aries bullshit right here that the last thing on your mind was to call it ass nah nah i was like because here's the thing i'm I'll, over here with a shovel practicing because <laughs> to me i'm like i'm drenched and i'm soaked right but i'm like i have to be close to where i was this park is oh only so big so I'm like, all right. No, I'm not- it's, it is not. It well, is huge. Tur- turns out. Yeah. Yeah. It is a huge park. <laughs> turns out very wrong. Yes. So I, I'm looking around. I'm like, all right. If I, I just need to retrace because like it could only be so many ways. So I just have to go back to where I was. Right. And then find the turn and then like go back. This was easy enough. But this meant that I turned down every single turn on the way back possible. Wow. And I went down, like, every path and, like, oh, back. My, this is the most Aries thing. And I'm, like, running through this fucking forest. And I'm, like, Jeez. just trying to find this <clears throat> shit. Eventually, I do find my way out. And I'm, like, all right, fucking awesome. I got these trash bags. This is, like, maybe 15 or 20 minutes later. Yeah. And it's, like, I've got these fucking trash bags and I return. And then, like, you are, like, tweaked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you man. Are, and at first. I freaked out. I was gonna. I was so. I was like upset for like a second. Well, at right. At first, I was having a panic attack that all the equipment was getting ruined. Right. That and that is very valid. Yeah. That is very fair. I was. I was gonna be like very upset because in my brain I was like, got these fucking trash bags. I swear to God, if anyone says anything to me that is not praiseful, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> I was running around these fucking woods so long. And then I'm over here like, I thought you were dead. And I, and I was like, I don't want to fucking hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear. We both like went into the woods and just like became different yeah. after the span of 20 minutes yeah. but that being said shoot got finished yeah. and it was a great time oh man and i showed the shoot to the teacher that was supposed to look at it and they thought it was great hey that's awesome yeah. i love that that's so dope yeah fuck yeah, yeah. i i have something to talk about oh 
do you have a, do you have another thing to talk about? Because I have something to rant about. Nah, I'm good. Let's go for it. Okay. Have yeah. you have you seen any of the Predator movies? No. The Predator just came out. It's very bad. Oh. It's very very but bad. Isn't that franchise pretty good? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what franchise is also like this. It is a franchise that started off very strong. And I haven't seen any of them from beginning to end. This is just all what I'm going on, like, public, like, opinion. But from what I can gather, it's, like, started off very strong and then kind of, like, went off for a little bit into, like, spinoff territory and was good for another movie and then came back for this one. Wait, is that the Alien versus Predator Mm -hmm. you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And, like. Yeah, that was, like, when I saw the advertisement for that. Like mm-hmm. I was like, that's just an even more reason to confuse these two franchises. Yeah, they and they're all they're both separately very good franchises. I haven't seen the Alien versus Predator movie since I was like a very small child, and even then it was like maybe fifteen minutes of it. Um, but it's cool enough for what it is. I feel from what I saw. But anyway, it's a franchise that like for every good movie, there's a bad movie. It feels like, and this means that we are due for another good movie very soon because this movie was not great that much at all <laughs> but what if they're just leveling out instead of having a good and a bad oh, like a, all I, right i can't uh, handle uh, all right well here's what makes me the most upset about this because it's directed by a person that i really respect and their last movie i really really liked which is shane black and he's like the director of the nice guys and i believe he wrote lethal weapon like the lethal weapon movies and then also fun fact he was actually in the first predator movie like as a young young boy in the 80s so it's like he has like this connection to this franchise that not a lot of people have. And I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be like pretty rad. I don't know much about the Predator movies, but you know, fuck it, whatever. I'm excited. This should be fun. And then I go into it and it's a movie that feels like it definitely had a script that was way too long and they shot way too much oh. and took out evenly enough from every single storyline oh. that like nothing feels like it gets completed. Things get dropped. It makes no sense on how one place we get to the other. And, like, just the way that they handle some story beats. It's, like, it's a movie that's its biggest fault is that it had, like, the groundwork to do a lot of really cool things. But they decided not to. Like, you would not like this movie yeah. one bit. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't. Hey, do you remember, hey, do you remember the Punisher movie? Do you remember the, that movie with the Punisher? Uh, back from the early 2000s. I remember the t-shirt that everyone was wearing in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, because that movie probably. Yeah. It had the actor Thomas Jane, who was, you know, really cool actor. And this movie, he plays a man with Tourette's. And I don't know if Shane Black has ever been around someone with actual Tourette's. No. It's real bad. No. It's real, real bad. Oh, man. I, okay, one of my first memories in Austin. Mm-hmm. This is a really big tangent. Is Go okay? for it. Do Go you for it. Do you want to finish anything? Uh, it's a pretty long one, so right. we'll come back to it. But that's a theme in people who want to make things. Is They're like, it's going to be edgy because this person's going to have a mental disorder that you've done no research on. <sighs> yeah. So like this one guy, was I was at a... I was invited to a party that I actually went to because I was trying to make friends in the town and yada, 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 right? But a loser. <laughs> fucking no one there. Uh-huh. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, this is a very common thing that, like, if I say that I'm a writer, suddenly people have to tell me what they wrote. Mm-hmm. And warning, 
I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> I'm a writer because I like writing things, not because I like listening to other people who wrote shit. Yeah. And it's literally the most boring thing in the fucking world to hear about a story that you can't write mm-hmm. that you're never going to hear again. Right. That like, might not ever get made. It's just not interesting. And I'm mm-hmm. fucking sorry, guys. I'm sorry to everyone out there that's like, oh, it's like, like, you're just not as mm. cool as you think you are. And. You need to stop. You need to stop trying to write things, probably. I'm are sorry. You, are you trying to kill the writing industry, Allie? Is that what you're saying to me right now? I'm saying some of them need to leave. Oh. need to make room for people who actually, like, intend to think when they write. But this guy did not because he was going <laughs> to write a story about someone who had schizophrenia. Uh-huh. And it was, like, this whole big thing. And, like, I was like, uh-huh. I, I let him finish because mm-hmm. he was drunk and he was not going to let me talk until he was done. And then at the end of it, I was like, yeah, so have you done any research on this? And he was like, uh, well, like, you know, I've seen movies and stuff and different stuff like this. And I've been watching this again. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, you actually have you actually have that wrong. That's not what that disorder is. Like, well, I was it's like, not just like people talking to me from other dimensions. Right. It's not <laughs> Satan in your head. It's a totally different fucking thing like, like oh man the thoughts in and my I head are like, telling me to do bad things and, yeah and then i i think i just like i said something along the lines of like well like i hope you never make it <laughs> like because i was like if you're not gonna do your research on what you're gonna write yeah. you shouldn't be allowed to make things like yeah. that and i don't think it would be a good thing to be in this world and that guy there, yeah. shook oh yeah. man his whole well, life turned well, upside down well here's the thing right is there the phrase there for writers there's a there's a good phrase saying it's like write what you know and that is for multiple reasons, I feel. It's like, write what you know because that is what you know the most. Yeah. But write what you know also because know, if you know don't you know write. about mm-hmm. it, yeah, know what you write because if you don't know about it, you can't really write about it yeah. in an effective way. Yeah. Case in point. I would <laughs> say a better way to, instead of write what you know, know what you write. Yeah. Like, or both. Just a whole phrase. Yeah. 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 It, it, it is so true, but like, I think that also lends itself to laziness because mm. I kind of hate that. Like, mm. it's why a million stories star a straight white guy, and then you look at the writer's room, and then For you're true. like, oh, they don't know how to write characters of color because yeah. there aren't any. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that's why there's no lesbians in film because mm. everyone's a man, even if they're gay. Yeah. They're, they're still all men. Yeah. And so, like, Oh, man, it gets real annoying when you see, like, bad characterizations of things mm-hmm. that you know you could write well as a writer. And you're oh, like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, yeah, man. that's why the solution to that this. is, like, getting people that know what they're writing well, yeah, about into those rooms. Well, yeah, first have to stop, like, raping them. Right. But. Wow. Huh. Sorry. So, I'm going to go back to Predator wait, for a bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll take a note. I'll, God, I'll note that God one. God damn. Sorry. <laughs> that was just such like I was running and I was running and then a giant pole just hit me <laughs> right in the face and I was knocked out in the woods for a couple hours for sure. Yeah, like I was afraid that you were <laughs> afraid you would run into a tree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, but can I go back to Predator yeah, real yeah, quick? Yeah, go ahead. So, Sorry. no, no, no worries at all. It all comes back to like it's – its main problem is that the the story behind it that is written down on paper doesn't make much sense. And I'm sure there is a version that is like much longer that does make sense, but I will not use that as a thing to say that that makes this movie good because there's one thing that annoys me the most and this is like a Snyder thing and like a lot of other people do this, but it's like if your movie isn't like what is on screen isn't the story that you want to tell, then you need to shorten your fucking story. 
because like I don't particularly like how you said you don't care when people say like oh this I don't care if you wrote like the best fucking novel of all time if that script doesn't make it all the way to the movie the movie isn't good yeah you know what I mean and this feels like that exact scenario and I, I don't like you're calling out Lord of the Rings fans right now oh I don't like Lord of the Rings that Dude, much so but much Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings I get yeah there's so much about Lord of the Rings that I feel like to be a real fan of Lord of the Rings you had to have read the books Right. Like, I don't think you could exist because there's not that's it, like, uh-huh. it's kind of the same thing. There was this whole great, awesome backstory with all these things and mm. then they cut it down. And then mm. was that the story they really wanted to tell? But you know what? Here's the thing, though. Ding, ding. Here's the thing. At the very least, Lord of the Rings is a concise story. Right. And it's like a story that makes sense. Is it? It is. I, I I watched it. I have a few professors that would disagree at the end. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to give a fuck about their opinions. <laughs> um, but uh, so, like, at least Lord of the Rings is, like, a story that, like, even though I don't like it. There's a beginning, middle, end. Yeah, there's a beginning, middle, end. It's like, I know it's not for me, but I could follow what's going on. I get the story arcs. I get why people like it, you know. Okay. Whatever. This, this movie, total... it's not. There's things that it's, like, there are characters that show up and then completely disappear. There is, like, characters that change on a fucking dime. Like, there's, oh, my. You don't even kill them? No, they just Wait, go away. You don't even. It's a, it, isn't it kind of a horror movie? It's, like, an, it's supposed to be an action thriller, I think. That's, like, sci-fi action thriller. Of, that's almost a subgenre of horror. Yeah, it's, action it's, thrillers are kind of horror. I would, there are horror elements in it. But, like, people get murdered by this thing, and that's why it's scary, right? I would say it's a horror movie the same way that Jurassic Just Park is a horror movie. Just that body count, man. Just you, have it like they go through a hallway. Well, bye, guys. I'll see you later. And then right. it just runs by and kills them. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's like I would. It, that's why I'm hesitant to call it a horror because it's like it's like it doesn't do anything that is scary. Like people mm-hmm. get killed and like there's explosions. But it's more of an action movie than it is a scary movie. Okay. It feels like. But like there's a sequence in this movie that I openly like lost my mind and laughed about also spoilers for the predator real quick because i need to share this so there in the story it's about like this army guy right and it has a super cool opening that's very promising that doesn't uh live up to anything else in the movie or vice versa and like it's about this army guy his old platoon gets fucking killed and like it's by the predator he, like, somehow gets the Predator armor by, like, killing it with his own weapon or some shit. I forget what happens. But somehow he ends up with this equipment. He mails this equipment back to his house where he's separated from his wife, right? And it's, like, on the run or something. And what happens is that his son, who has... Oh, my God. I totally forgot about his son. So this is also another frustrating thing. They could not decide if they wanted to give this kid Asperger's or autism. So they kind of flick between both oh. sometimes. And I know there is a spectrum, but it does not feel like the same thing on multiple scenes. Mm. So there's like a whole – this being said, so this kid has Asperger's, right? Maybe autism. It's something. So he's in class, and then everyone leaves. And he's like in the classroom. People are playing like little games and everything. Like there's a lot of chess going on for some reason. And then he's the only one in the classroom. And then these bullies, who the first time we see them, are like losing their fucking minds laughing about pulling a fire alarm. They literally go up to this fire alarm. It's like, dude, God, do it, dude. All right. Ah! And then they pull the fire alarm. And it's like the funniest fucking thing ever because this is 1955. And so like the next time we see them, they come in the room. It's like, oh, man, you know what I'm in the mood for, Billy? What? Ah! 
ass burger. Yeah, I want to eat some ass burger. And in my mind, I didn't connect that he had Asperger's. So I was very scared they were going to sexually assault this child. <laughs> and I was like, I was like open, open eyed, open mouth, like, oh, what? 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 <laughs> and it's like, and it like turns out because he has Asperger's, they're saying that, or whatever. Wow, and that is such a, like, stupid thing to write in a script. Yeah. Why would you want that joke to exist in the universe? That's a lot of this movie, honestly. Because oh. the, there's one I'll get to in a second that's all, that was the turning point for me. Ah, so, man, like... I wouldn't the, have watched it past this, probably. The, this happens right, and, like, for whatever reason, the bullies leave. <laughs> but well, for another... Uh, this is boring. Never mind. Yeah, and for another reason, they decide to knock over every chess game on the way back, right? And they're like, fuck this. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck this, right? All the chess pieces are on the ground. And, like, to show this kid is a genius, he picks up all the pieces and puts them all back in the place they were. They don't ever come back to this or why he does this. Or, like, what he doesn't do anything particularly insanely smart for the rest of the movie. And it's just that's what that is. And it sucks. And because, all right, so this son, right, this little boy, is, like, his character is timid, right? He's like, oh, I'm a timid little guy. But there's some scenes where he's just like, oh, you motherfucker, eat my ass, fuck you, da 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 Oh, my God, there's another part. They go trick-or-treating. And he's like, it's time for trick-or-treating. He's like, oh, man, Mom, I don't want to wear these masks. And he's like, and his mom's like, why? He's like, well, the kids are still going to know it's me, and they're going to beat my ass. And it's like, oh, that's sad. And then so he, like, puts the Predator helmet on as his costume, goes trick-or-treating. Wait, what? Yeah. That'd be like if I dressed up as, like, Ed Gein for Halloween. Yeah, it's insane. Like, you mean this is a real... Like, everyone knows the Predator exists? Somewhat. They know the Predator exists in the same way that we know aliens exist. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's the things, like, they came in the 80s, and then in the 90s, and then the 2000s, and now they're here again. So it's, like, it's not public knowledge. But we knowledge. didn't pick it up? We didn't pick up on... Well, it's because it was like all the all the Predator movies have to do with like government agents going in and handling it. Oh. So there's never a part where it's, it's like, like there's a public. Yeah, like it's very rare that there's a civilian interaction with the Predator. Mm. Um, so it's like kind of like a covered up thing. Not a lot of people know about it. And so he's going around. He has the Predator mask on. And then <laughs> he goes to this one house. He's like trick or treat. And like this guy at the top of the floor comes up. He's like, oh, I got a trick or treat for you throws like a glass bottle at this kid's head, right? Breaks over the predator mask. This mask pulls out a gun and blows up this man's house with him in it. There's a lot of things I want to dissect about that scene. First off, this man was completely fine with the knowledge that he was potentially going to knock out a child with a glass bottle. That's one thing. Second off, there's a thing of him murdering a man in full daylight. And not full daylight, it's nighttime. But with a lot of people around and him just walking off and they never get back to, like, if he's in trouble for that. But then, towards the later end of the movie, his like he goes up to his dad. He's like, Mom says you kill people and that makes you bad. Bitch, you just blew up a man in his whole fucking house. Are we not going to talk about how that's a problem? <laughs> oh, you care about me killing people now? I maybe shot a man. You blew up a whole fucking house, Jimmy or Rory, whatever the fuck your name is. And it's it's just a bunch of stuff like that. I oh. have one question. Yes. One question. Yes. Yes. Um, did did he did he shoot like a gas stove? No, he shot a laser. Out of his shoulder. Uh, and it blew up 
to ha- mm-hmm. was there combustion sort no just alien magic alien magic kind of like fuel for um, reason it was connected to the mask does that's 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 why it exploded no he it's shot just, a laser at the man but it it caused the all right go big boom mm-hmm. that's what lasers do that is what lasers they don't do just cause like heat to and you still need like well not predator lasers predator lasers are very different they're blue so. I've spent too many brain cells <laughs> thinking on that. <laughs> Fuck that whole thing. <laughs> no. And, and there's no. A, there's a bunch of shit too. Where no. Like, like this child aside, because he's like such a small part of the story. Oh, the God. main story is about like these six inmates that are like on this bus and like Olivia Munn's character who's like a teacher who teaches like about evolution and about how things work in that regard. And like the idea is that these two people have to work together to like capture the predator but like there's no thing of like oh maybe like one party wants to catch it to murder it because it killed his whole platoon and maybe olivia munn character wants to capture it to like study it so that we can understand what's going on with them because there's a whole thing about like they captured one before and they don't understand it and if they figure out a way to understand it, they might be able to figure out a way to stop it studying it at evolution there's like predator and human dna mixed in there's a whole line Ew. about like maybe someone fucking an alien that's like verbatim from the movie um and so like there's what? no hmm. I'm never gonna watch these movies. The but not no. Like, no no I no think no if I'm hanging out with someone that's yeah. genuinely interesting mm-hmm. and I'm having a good time mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh man, you wanna watch the Predator movies? I think I will leave. Mm, this this doesn't count. I I'm just saying, like what? the more I'm hearing about it, the more I'm like This is all in contained this into this painful. movie though. This <laughs> movie like is it the worst. Hurts I didn't even bit. love the franchise like I think Tyler this much about such a <laughs> Stupid concept. Tyler had the worst night because, Aww. like, we took him and... I just forgot Tyler likes it. Yeah, he loves the Predator. And the other Predator movies, I haven't seen them. But, like, I hear, like, they're amazing. They're really good. And this one is just super shitty. And, like, he loves these movies. And, like, not only did he have to suffer through what we saw on screen, but then after the fact, there was a kid in a little Predator mask that, like, was out, like, in the movie with us, right? And I was like, oh, look, it's a little Tyler. He's like, loves Predator, and it's great. Because, like, Tyler loved Predator, Alien vs. Predator growing up. And I was like, oh, look, it's a little Tyler. And, like, the kid comes up to us after the movie. He's like, oh, like, with his mask on. And then we're like, I'm like, all right, dude. And then, but then Tyler's like, yeah, hell yeah, man. That's great. That's awesome. And then we're talking with this kid. And then he's How like. How old was this kid? Maybe like eleven or ten. Uh, he was like right. young enough where it's like he's a dork for sure, but okay. like it's cute, you know. And like so, like <laughs> he's like, "Oh yeah, I made this outfit and it's gonna be really cool." And then I was like, "Yeah, dude, hell yeah, we." I I actually made an outfit when I was a kid too. They had this and that and a mask and like this and like I painted it that. And he's like, "Oh, you you painted it? That just sounds embarrassing." Oh, wait, this kid said. This kid told Tyler that what his childhood thing is, is embarrassing. Oh, my God. And he's like, what you got to do is go to comic.com. The cosplay world <laughs> has become so fucking strict. It's Holy so, shit. This oh, my God. Did you, kid. Oh, okay, this, this, so, like, Tyler has, like, the light in his eyes. He's like, you know what? At the very least, maybe this child can renew my faith in the Predator franchise, at least in this very moment. And then you just see the light, like, fade from his eyes so quickly. It's like. There's nothing good happening tonight. <laughs> I'm being roasted by children. The things I love is being destroyed on screen. Tyler, man. He goes through so much. All of his favorite friends. I'm very glad he has a Spider-Man game. 
because the Spider-Man game is like the one like I, I'm glad the world has a thing. Spider-Man game right now. It's it's fucked up. It's <laughs> fucked up what happens to Tyler and the things he likes. I'm so sorry, Tyler. But yeah, the movie is really bad. There's a whole line where it's like, oh man, his kid's retarded. And he's like, dude, don't. No, it's like someone says like, oh, this thing is retarded. And then he's like, dude, shut up. What are you talking about? His kid's retarded. And it's like, that's a joke in the movie. That's a joke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so this is not going to be for me. I'm sad. Can we stop talking about (laughs) it? (laughs) Like, I'm sad that that exists and, like, that people paid money to make it. A lot of money. It's fucked up because you. you, it doesn't make sense why it turned out this way. Because he's usually really good. Because he did the nice guys. You saw the nice guys. Nice guys is fucking awesome. I love the nice guys. But then, like, this... So the opposite of what I enjoyed in the nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bad writing. It's sad. Things dude, don't make stop. sense. And it's just it's upsetting. And that's it. I won't go in on it any further, but yeah. it's it's so fucking disappointing. Yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah. Um I have a few things yes. that I thought about. Yes. Um Oh, this is one thing that I kinda wanted to talk about because mm. like it's a good segue. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, this is a great way to ruin a segue is to mention that you're about to segue. It was my favorite <laughs> podcast trope. I was like doing like, like a little knot. Oh, we're like about to segue. Uh, so I think one of the best. I don't know how to turn it into a segue where the sentence structure starts with one topic and here's, ends with the other. But I'm gonna just say this. Here's my favorite thing about this whole conversation. We <laughs> spent about like maybe thirty it. seconds to forty five yeah. seconds talking about how you're gonna talk about this thing. That's my favorite podcast trope where it's like they have like a really good segue, right? And it's like, oh, dude, fucking awesome segue coming this and it's like here it is what kind of like fucking ruins it a little bit yeah but i have no way of structuring this so one of the things that i love about spider-man is Mm -hmm. while you're playing it you feel like the person that made this loved spider-man yes yes like because they did that feeling is what makes me want to cry during movies you know it's like seeing someone's pure heart on screen yeah you're like the people that did this actually fucking liked doing it yeah and like they just they're a nerd about this, and mm-hmm. then they got to make that. It's All like, the small details like, that they include. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Like, oh, can I share one small video yeah. game thing about it? So, like, I was very frustrated about this because we tried to find it last night. I found it on my own. I tried to show it to Tyler. It wasn't working for whatever reason. I was very upset. Did you ever play Spider-Man 2? No. The video game. Okay. So, in Spider-Man 2, there is, like, these levels where you, like, like deliver pizzas because in Spider-Man 2, he delivers pizzas, right? Okay. And it's like, oh, deep, deep. And there's, like, a song that goes, like, do, 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 do. Like that little pizza song. Uh Yeah, Yeah, so that so if you go to like certain pizza places in this game and you stand by the door, you can hear like the muffled like song of that. It's like and I was like and I was like, oh my god, my heart. Or there's a there's a backpack with like the fucking like a drawing from the kid that like is another reference to the Spider-Man 2 game where you like there's a lot of missions where you save this kid's balloon. And, like, a lot of people remember. It's like, oh, my balloon! And you have to go and, like, catch this balloon and return to this kid. There's a backpack where it's, like, that kid, like, does a drawing of Spider-Man and him in a balloon. It's like, oh, this is that drawing that guy made, that kid made for me when I saved his balloon. I guess it's the small things in life sometimes. And it's just, like... You just, you feel the love from it. And it fills your heart. And, like, creators out there who sometimes listen to podcasts of absolutely no ones. Yeah. uh, Hey! Hey! (laughs) Um... Oh, like this it, it inspires me as a creator at least to like only work on the things that i love or at least like make what you're working on into something that you love but then you look at something like predator and you're just like it's you know have you ever been to like um 
one of those places where they cook the food in front of you. Yes. And then afterwards they get the little scraper and scrape off all of the bad parts yeah. of the grill that have been burnt and yeah. like charred into it. Yeah. It's like corporation mm-hmm. gunk. Yeah. Of just like the last fucking scrapings of a system that originally mm-hmm. started to serve actual food. Yeah. And now it's just rotten, like burnt garbage. Cause yeah. like it's literally people sit down with the formulas of like, the heroes arc or what this movie did yeah. or what the past franchises have or what the third the third movie in a franchise is going to look like mm-hmm. and they just get that strip out everything that is loved and yep. people loved in it mm-hmm. and then they're stuck with the bare bones of this one thing and it's like it's literally like unedible you yeah. know it's undigestible it's the the main problem with this movie is that it it does try it's to formulaic. do that it's formulaic and it's like it's the idea of like a picture of a picture over time dilutes right right and it feels exactly like that or it's like a lot of it, it's like the reason they make those jokes is that like in the 80s they made off-color jokes but here's the thing in the 80s that shit was like cool to say, right? Because people didn't know no better, right? And people were kind of dickish. At least that's their excuse. Or that, well, you know, culture constantly changes. I'm I think sure, it was like, funny w- not to have friends outside of your perfect, like your supremacist yeah. ideals. It's, but I don't, I don't think that's excusable by saying boys will be boys of the time. I'm not saying that. I'm saying but in the like, same way that, like, the way we're talking right now. I'm sure in 20 years, people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, what fucking monsters!" You know? Oh, come like, at me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what I'm saying? Or it's like shit <laughs> no, like that. I don't think so i disagree on that a little bit i'm saying culture if you're changes i think if you ever make fun of someone who has like a mental disability you're Mm -hmm. just like a fucked up bad person who can't sympathize with another human being Mm -hmm. i don't think that is excused by the times i i think that but that's my opinion yeah i'm not saying that it is excused by the times i'm saying that culture changes in a way like People start caring about different things and different right, people right. over time. It's kind of so like the like, R word used to not be bad. It was on buildings. Exactly. Like there would be like the house for the R word. Yeah. And, and it's stuff like that. It's stuff so like, like now it's the R word. Exactly like that. So it's like at that time, if everyone's saying this kind of fucked up thing in that society, as fucked up as it is, it's not fucked up. Right. 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 But there's a huge like, I'm sorry, I'm starting a political conversation <laughs> off of one statement you tried to make. But there is a big but, difference between like. Mm-hmm. It was funny back then to make fun of people who had mental disabilities mm-hmm. and like, oh, we just use the R word because I was raised in Boston and like mm-hmm. you just say wicked R word. Like, right. That's just how my family talked. But you yeah. weren't saying like, fuck, retarded. Like, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck R word people. Uh-huh. people. You know, you're not intentionally going after people to make fun of them. Right. You're using a language that you were raised on. Mm-hmm. Very different from saying, no, it was hilarious to make fun of people with mental disabilities. Now everyone's so rude about it. Yeah. Like, no, not two even. Two very different situations, though. Oh, yeah. Not even that. I'm saying, like, overall, like, the tone of the movie is that, like, it feels like it's trying to be an 80s movie. And what I'm saying in the case of, like, them saying shit like that, or <sighs> it's like, I'm not defending it. I'm saying it's like, in the 80s. That was a prevalent thing that was said. It was part of like like modern slang language. Yeah, it whatever was a the fuck, thing right? Too. It was definitely but, a thing. It was yeah. It was funnier to make fun of people with mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. I would not say like I wouldn't excuse this joke as like. Can I get to the end? Because I sure. think you're gonna. Uh, I think All you're gonna right, agree with me at the end there. of it. So I'm saying like I feel that like when you're like that, you say it's like oh, okay, it's part of the culture. People are saying this, whatever. It's a thing we go back on later on. It's like, man, that was kind of fucked up, right? And But to take that and, like, I'm going to make an 80s movie, right? And it's like you can't 
like it's a different time now yeah. you know you can't say shit like the 80s and it's like it's not that they said those things that made it funny is that in that society in that like time bubble they were saying funny things that are offensive now and it's not that they were saying offensive things it's the fact that it's like they were saying funny things so say things that are funny to this climate now and not just offensive because that's what you remember from this movie like a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to say like with this joke specifically, mm -hmm. like they are making the joke at the expense of somebody with a disability. So yeah. like that is going to be true whether mm. it's in the 80s fashion or whether it's not in the 80s fashion, but it has mm. nothing to do with dialect. It has to do with making fun of people. So... Mm. I would say, if anything, he may be reminiscing on a time when it was easier to make fun of people without getting in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what he's romanticizing uh -huh. is the fact that you could get away with it back then. Uh -huh. But if you're romanticizing getting away with something that you can't get away with in today's climate, then like you're just probably like a bad person through and through, whether you did it mm. for the sake of the 80s or whether mm -hmm. you did it because you think that's funny. Like yeah. the fact that you thought that was a joke mm -hmm. and you thought people were going to laugh at it mm -hmm. shows that you have no respect for like you have no empathy for your fellow human being. Yeah, there's in that sense or at least yeah. you think that your stupid joke is funnier than like people's ability to care for other people. Yeah. I feel like I guess it's what I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is like I feel like he took the wrong part of what was funny about those situations or it's like right. It wasn't funny that, like, they were saying, like, offensive shit. It was funny because of, like, this other thing where they were also... It's like in a John Hughes movie, you know? You don't make a fucking, like, Spider-Man Homecoming, right? It's like they didn't take the part in a John Hughes movie where he's like, oh, you know what? Let's talk about, like, in 16 Candles where, like, we're talking about raping girls all the time and drugging right. people and saying, like, the other F word Ugh. and shit like that, right? Jeez. And it's like that was a part of that time that we acknowledge now was fucked up so we're going to take like the parts that aren't that and like modernize it in a way that's like it works. Um, in this case, it does not because it's like you just took. Remember like, when we could laugh at people yeah, like, like <laughs> being offensive isn't funny. Like, it, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it feels like a lot of it's like, oh, I'm going to say this because fucking Ed people aren't going to be mad at me. Da, 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 da. And it's like, my dude, what are you doing? Just make also, I, no, I won't get into that because I don't want to uh, – I'll talk about that off the podcast with you. All right. But it's – I don't know. It's just very upsetting. It's like just seeing the choices that were made in that and then everything going around with, like, him hiring, like, his pedophile friend and not telling anybody, like, until after the movie was shot. And then oh, really? That, I thought you, know, you were talking about plots, though, and I was like, No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a real-life thing. So Shane Black, like, hired his friend who was a convicted, like – if not a pedophile, someone that was charged with soliciting sex to a minor, right? Uh. And he put him in the movie with Olivia Munn, like, in a scene together. Didn't tell anybody until after shooting was done. As soon as Olivia Munn found out about this, she went back and was like, I don't want me in a scene with a fucking, like, sex offender in this fucking movie. So they had to go back and take it out, right? So it's like... Good, the, good yeah, on her. Yeah, no, I'm good. Good on her. Good on the studios for taking it out. Good for like that whole situation. I feel was handled correctly, except for Shane Black's. Like, how did you? How did you not know? How did you not know that would be a bad idea? It's like if if you feel like you aren't telling anyone and you're keeping that from your actors until after the fact, you know you're doing something bad. You know, and it's I don't know. It's all fucked up. That movie's just fucked from like beginning to end. But I I'm. 
I want to wrap this up and talk about our happy things because I want to. Wait, wait, wait. What? I got a few more things. You got a few more things. We're yeah. in, we're at our hour six right now. All right, all right. I'll wrap them up really quick. Okay. Go Jack Horseman, season five, episode four. Hell is yeah. Really, really good depiction of the amount of depression that comes from just being a woman in mm-hmm. the film industry. So if mm-hmm. anybody's ever felt like sympathizing with uh, girls out there. It's a good episode to just check out. Just right. a casual 30-minute thing you can do to try to get like a little bit of perspective if you're ever looking for it. Fuck and yeah. I know it's really hard sometimes to verbalize feminism. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's hard to talk about it without feeling like it's me versus you or right. it's one specific fucked up situation. It's hard to talk about casually and yeah. like a calm. And it's Not so hard calm, to find but comedy. Because like, there's blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's, it is a, a divisive topic sometimes. Yeah, so. and it is so hard to, to show the struggles of specifically women when mm-hmm. like so many more factors can make your life so much more hellish mm-hmm. especially like i mean that's a, a big thing that i like to talk about is like uh it, it's obviously way worse for women of color out there it's mm. obviously way worse for trans women out there there's a million other things that like make this so much more complicated but this one kind of focuses on like just what it's like to just be a girl yeah and like what that fucking turns into and man i it, it's it's real to the point where like laughing feels like laughing at a holocaust joke like it just fucking hurts to think about laughing at this show but like that's the tone of the show that's why i fucking love this show is because we'll deep dive into it it did take them five seasons to do a feminist episode but this is a damn good one i'm kind of glad i had to wait all right the other thing was i was going to talk about i'm gonna actually skip that Okay. The other thing I was going to talk about, humble brag, I went paddleboarding yesterday. Yeah, it's yeah. It's September tw- 17th. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's September 17th, and I went paddleboarding uh-huh. and got a little bit of a tan. Hell it yeah. was like 87 degrees. Chill vibes. The water was like cool enough that you could just jump off the paddleboard, get back on. Dolphin jumped um, out of the water, high-fived you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. A dolphin in the Colorado River. You really went far. Yeah, <laughs> he got yeah, out of his all way. All the way. <laughs> All the way to Mexico. Yeah. He and got real scared. Yeah. Can't believe I made it back in time. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Um, Rag went paddleboarding. Paddleboarding's fucking awesome. I bet it looks very fun. Yeah. I do not like being in the ocean or a body of water that is not a pool for sure. You in lakes or rivers? Yeah. I don't see like the it. edges? Mm-hmm. Huh. I, it's not that. I just get anxiety with the idea of me being in things that there are also things in. Oh. I, yes. If, There's lots of fish. You see lots of fish flopping? Yeah. Lots of turtles? See it's not a lot of little turtles. As long as I'm I'm above that sounds so fucked. As long as I'm above the fish and the turtles, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as long like, as I can look down on the yeah. inferior creatures of this earth, I'm fine. <laughs> but no, as long as I'm not in a way where it's like if I was like in a bubble underwater, I'd be fine. Where it's like I get very anxious with things oh, touching a, me. You need a suit condom. Yeah, I do And that's been our show for <laughs> <laughs> the suit condom all comes back around. <laughs> <laughs> I really do want to film a segment with me at the apartment and we're on like my balcony and it's just like the drone shot of me in like the suit, like yes. condom suit, the same Spider-Man. So like, da, 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 da. <laughs> a hero. Oh my God. Oh, there's, a, there's, okay. Never. Oh man. There's a funny part. Oh, whatever. Go on. We'll get out of here. Fuck good it. Good things. Is it? Yeah. Let's go to good things. You first. Um, I'm very excited. There's a lot of good things happening right now. But one that's exciting me the most, well, I'll do a half and half. Um, my first good thing is the idea that Kingdom Hearts is coming out very soon. Yeah. And I am 
so pumped because I've Zara been waiting. Zara is really pretty for it. I just saw it today, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be so happy. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, there's few things in my life that I'll actually get a tattoo of. Like, legitimately, like, I know in my heart that I probably could if I did start doing tattoos. The Keyblade and, like, literally all the art from Kingdom Hearts is, like, so dope to me. It's pretty edgy shit. Yeah, well, it's 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 so important to me. I just love it, and it's so nice, and it was, like, it was what... It actually, fun fact, Kingdom Hearts, like, the first game came out on my birthday. Aww. So it's, like, I've always had, like, a really deep connection to it. I played it as a kid. I played it as a teenager. I'm playing it now with Mary as an adult, and Dude. it's, like... It's like the story's so wholesome. The first one, it's so wholesome and so simple, and it just makes you feel things. And then, like the second one, expands on that, like the whole thing with Roxas and like the thing that he says at the end of his like little saga in the game. I don't know if you've played Kingdom Hearts two at all. <laughs> there, it's so cheesy, but like to do a very brief description of it. Do you care if I tell you about Roxas? Okay, I'm here for it. so Kingdom Hearts one, there's the idea of like heartless, and like if you lose your heart, you become a heartless. Kind of thing. So essentially, if you die, you become a heartless. Um, in the second game, they introduced the ideas of nobodies, which I'm probably very much going to get something wrong on this, so people don't correct me. I don't want to talk about it with you. Please comment, though, and I like, will. and subscribe. Yeah, Allie will talk about it. But so it's like, if I remember I right. I'll put a hex on you, but I'll, <laughs> I'll put a hex, but I'll listen. Um, but from what I remember, it's the idea of like, if you become a heartless, your body goes somewhere and then your body becomes a nobody. So everyone that has become became a heartless at a certain point has like this doppelganger that is like in another place Ooh. that like is a nobody. It's like their replacement thing until they can get their heart back, I think. It's very confusing. Kingdom Hearts 2 gets very fucking confusing. But anyway, so what happens, Sora in the first game loses his heart at a certain point, becomes a heartless, comes back and everything's fine. But in the second game, they introduced the fact that he has a nobody named Roxas, who's voiced by Jason McCartney, and he does a very good job. Um, and you play through, like, this whole week, and, like, weird shit starts happening, and there's, like, a whole haunted mansion kind of thing involved. And then you get to a point where you, like, you break into this mansion, and you see that Sora is, like, being kept on ice, essentially. So essentially, like, whenever Sora wakes up, his whole world is done. Where it's, like, Roxas's thing is that, like, he's in a simulation, until like he i don't know how to explain it but like he's in a simulation as soon as Sora wakes up he's done like he doesn't exist anymore kind of in a way it's very confusing but like there's a thing that he says at the end of it when he's like face to face with Sora's like comatose body he's like well, i guess my summer vacation is over because the whole thing takes place over like the last week of summer vacation and it's really wholesome you do all this really wholesome shit with summer vacation you get ice cream with your friends you get like little fighting competitions it's real fun but anyway, Kingdom Hearts is just something I really loved, and I'm very excited that it's coming out. Yeah, great happy thing. Real happy now. Yeah. Thanks. Real happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess my summer vacation's <laughs> over. And then he dies. That was a fucking trick. <laughs> Honestly, a trick. I thought you were going to be like, and then they're like, you're the best friend that I've ever had. And then his heart has so much heart that it, it fills his heart. <laughs> and then they both have hearts. I mean, in a way, he still kind of lives. So he's still fine, though. He's on the art for the new one. This is just reminding me of like Kinda. how everyone desperately wants Pyrrha to not be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you it's, know? Yeah. Everyone's like, what if they kept Pyrrha's body on ice? And then like, like yeah. they have like all these fucking theories for why Pyrrha's not dead. Yeah. But well, like, I guess my... Imagine if... <laughs> anyway. <'cause> my <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, it's it's not terrible because like he doesn't like die. Like just what he thinks his life is is over, and then he actually goes back to being like in this organization where he's doing like real bad shit, and it's it's all very weird. He's like essentially being put on a hamster wheel 
and like the hamster wheel is very happy. And as soon as he gets off the hamster wheel, it's fine. But all that being said, it's very fun. And Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to come out. And I'm very excited to see how all that shit's going to tie together. And it's going to be very fun. Right. I was with you for all that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. Can totally. Explain. And that was the most. I condensed yes, so much I shit. <laughs> There's so I many things. Tell. Um, but yeah. And then my last thing that is like happy. Oh, you have two good things. Yeah. This one's a lot shorter. Okay. Um, that Netflix just announced that they're doing. A I'm sorry. You can't be happy about two things. Oh. One thing at a time. Um, we only get one in this world. Um, that summer vacation one was over, and it didn't actually. Oh, we have a payroll. <laughs> Fuck yeah! What? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, I wasn't supposed to tell you about that. Oh god damn it! <laughs> I need uh, one of those men in black. Things. <laughs> <laughs> I actually go too far back. I turn into a baby. No, we go we go too far back, and you're you you just uh you start going like, and then the predator was like, and I had it. Oh no, we're too far. Fuck. <laughs> Shit, we gotta do this again. But yeah, my second last yeah, happy sorry, thing is that Netflix <laughs> is doing a live adaptation of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. <gasps> And mm. not not by that man. Uh, not by that man. I have faith. Uh, Netflix does good things most of the time. 90% of the time, Netflix does good things. And I'm very excited because if they do do a live action version. I got excited and then I got, like, I felt the pain again. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, no, don't be happy about this. Like, I, you heard me stop myself. I yeah, was it's like, like oh. <laughs> I got to forget how much it hurts to get excited oh. about something and then see it turn Dude, to shit. that trailer. Do you remember the trailer for that? That trailer was so dope. It, it was, was all, nothing like yeah. the movie. Nothing. Mm. But I'm very excited because I feel that trailer could have another life in this series and i think it works so much better as a series anyway because Good there's luck. a lot of story there oh yeah and i'm just like i'm excited about the it fucking made a possibilities really bad movie like yes. as a story it well the half fucking of the best part of it was like the tiny arcs of like what lesson are they gonna learn today yeah totally and then the idea of like if maybe they followed those arcs and who's to say called the main character by his real fucking name uh maybe that could have been good Who's yeah, to say? Maybe. Who's to fucking say? But yeah, that's my happy thing, and I'm very excited for both those things. That, that pronunciations piss me off too. Hmm. Like, uh, there was a thing. So me and Cade have a ta have a tattoo that's from a book called the Pair Body Tattoo, mm. and it's spelled like Canada. Like, there's an A after every letter, and it's mm -hmm. just like I wonder if they're like. Have you ever heard the Canadian joke of how they figured out how to spell Canada? No. All right, all right. We should sit down and name this here country, hey? Mm. Like, yeah. What do you say we got a C in there? A? All right. N? A? Fuck. D? Uh, a? I want to throw you Black Panther style off a ravine. How dare you? How Sorry, dare you? That's a pretty good joke, though. Thanks. Uh, uh, right? That was pretty good. Pretty good little joke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Parabody is like that. P-A-R-A-B-A-T-A-I. And then, yeah. So it's pretty great. And you just think Parabati, yeah. right? Like. No, mm -hmm. no. And you only have to remember half the letters. Parabatai you know is what they went with. And I was like, oh, so we're just going to act like those first three syllables need to all be one. Paraba and like What? <laughs> yeah, parabatai is what they went with. Oh. It would be like Canada. <laughs> or like if Canada. they made, if they made like a, a Venom movie per se and they said instead of symbiote, the symbiote. No, symbiote. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to stop. It's parabatai. Like, uh, it is so fucking that stupid. That hurts. And I was like, I, li I literally did not make it through a lot of that show, even though I have a tattoo for what that show is. Because you, it, yeah. it hurt to hear them say things wrong. You have and a tattoo of that source material, not of that fucking show. I know. I know. They don't deserve it. Um. So, good thing. Yeah, good thing. A good thing. What's a good thing? What's one plain good thing? Um, I'm going to 
to go ahead and say a good thing is what happened on My Hero Academia. Not this past week, but the week before that. Ah. And I don't know. For a while, there was a bit of like uh, shit going around for My Hero Academia mm. because one character in specifics mm-hmm. like had problems with his father and then people were like really mad that like i didn't really fucking get it because i'm not reading the manga and mm-hmm. the manga mm-hmm. and um, uh, uh actually it's called the manga you fucking son of a I bitch i didn't know where that was going <laughs> and for two seconds i was like what is he yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna make a really weird he's gonna be, he's, about manga, manga he's gonna be like re- he has to rev up his nerd engine he's so oh like pissed off <laughs> like oh man this is going <laughs> Could you be imagine being that mad about something? You're just <laughs> been there. Oh yeah, I am. I am a force of rage. But anyway, yes. Um, yeah. So there was a thing in the manga where people were mad because this one character still had problems with his dad that he hadn't gotten over with, and then that happened in the show. So I don't know if this is the same situation, but I think okay. the manga is like far, far ahead of the show. So I don't think it is. Okay. Maybe talking out of my ass. Okay. But if that's the reason why everyone. Like people were literally telling the creator to kill himself, and it was it was getting to like such a stupid oh. fucking level that you were like, "This is why we don't have nice things, you bitch!" Like, yeah, honestly you though, punch everyone else in the fandom mm-hmm. in the face because you're like, if you can't like a character through struggle, mm-hmm. you don't get to like that character, and that's yeah. my son, and you leave him alone, and I love him. So I think what I like why it was such a good thing was I love when anime goes against the anime trope of like you were weaker than the person you're against but then you buckle down you put more effort into it and suddenly you are stronger and like that's Mm -hmm. that just feels like a lot of anime and Mm -hmm. it gets pretty exhausting Mm -hmm. and so like this character was the top student in his class Mm -hmm. and then they all go to take an exam and Mm -hmm. he's one of two people in the class that fails it Mm -hmm. and he fails it because he basically got too distracted by his like egoism and emotions to focus on the fight. Okay. But it had more to do with his father. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I think this character plays a really interesting part in like their duality. Mm-hmm. I, I, I joke that it's the most bisexual character in the world because okay. it's like someone who's literally trying to live without half of themselves, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And like, that's a big part of their powers. They have hi- half ice power, half, uh, firepower and then mm. the firepower is the dad's power and their dad's a really like big oh. fucking asshole is this the red and white boy yeah it's okay i gotcha <laughs> yeah i, love I gotcha him. so he well like his story is that he has fire and ice powers right yeah and then his mom like one time when she was a kid she's like whenever i look at that side of his face i just i just see him and she like is going insane mm-hmm. and then she like pours hot water on his face and it like, gives him this huge fucking scar over the dad's side of his face it's oh a really fucked up story Good and God. then his mom and then the dad throws his mom in a mental institution for the rest of her goddamn life for doing that kind of fair because the son was basically his like prized horse he wanted yeah. to basically breed with this woman until he made the perfect combination of fire and ice okay never mind that's bad too yeah all right nobody loves this kid God and i'm damn. really sad for him <laughs> i love him you broke my toy <laughs> little bit it's that's really fucked, fucked up, up. so fucked up. but then when he's going through school he's like you know what fuck my dad i'm gonna show that i don't need a single bit of his power to yeah. be the best hero and he oh, becomes yeah. the best hero using half of his power okay and like it's so beautiful that's that dope. he can do that and that like he's just so unenthused he's mm-hmm. not like yeah well i don't even need this item he's just like he's monotone he doesn't brag he's not prideful he's not crazy or anything he's yeah. just like 
yeah, I'm just going to prove that I'm better than everyone else. And then, like, that's his whole thing. Later, they do a whole, uh, like, filler episode mm-hmm. where they all get their own rooms and mm-hmm. they all get their own dorms and they show each how each person decorated their rooms. Uh-huh. And, like, they open Todoroki's room and he redid the tiling to make it look like an ancient, not like ancient, but, like, you know, when it's just, like, a wood floor mm-hmm. and then, like, a mat on the floor and then, mm-hmm. like, one of those, like, see-through changing rooms and it's just one of, like, like... Yeah. Like in Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> as an example. Wow, I never thought. Okay, right. let's do it. But yeah. you know that kind of room <laughs> that's supposed to be like like just very super Japanese minimalist yes. room. You know, yes. Th- his room is basically that. Okay, and they're like, "Whoa, Todoroki, you changed the tiles. How did you do this?" And then they just go back to him, and he's like, "I worked hard." <laughs> Next question. And then they just go <laughs> to the next room. Yeah. Ah, like, never, nobody's ever like, dude, you okay? Like, Don't no, worry about me. Nobody <laughs> cares about it. No, he, I, I does, he doesn't even do that. He's not even like elusive or like rude. He's like, he's this is the answer just, to your question. He's just nobody cares about him for some reason. I don't know why. That's really funny to me, actually. I know. It's a little funny. <laughs> it's a little funny, but I'm, that's like, that's part of his charm is that nobody gives a fuck about him. I feel so bad. And also he still visits his mom. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Uh, but anyway in this one it was the whole thing of like he really fucked up a fight because Mm -hmm. he got like petty with someone calling him out for who his dad is Mm -hmm. and like i think everyone was mad because his dad's abusive Mm -hmm. and it was like man this this should not still be what this character is going through god and like all this Mm -hmm. stuff but like i really really liked it yeah because it showed like the arc uh, his arc was more like you can completely fuck up, mm-hmm. but you have to learn how to get up afterwards. And like, yeah. I think that's like it's a way stronger message than yeah. the former for sure. Right? If he had just gone in and like done amazing, like he always does, I mean, it would have still been Todoroki. It yeah. would have still been through the character. But then you watch that as a viewer, and it's like, well, I didn't do that the amazing the first time, so I should probably just quit now. <laughs> and be like, oh, fuck it. Because well, it's like if you fuck up and you're like, all right, well, I can redeem myself. That, oh, like, yeah. That's way more of a relatable thing. Right. It's like For me personally, I don't think I've ever been good at anything the first round ever. In fact, I don't think I've been competent at anything for the first time ever. So it's like if I saw that message as a kid, I'd be like, oh, well, like the former one. I was like, oh, I guess well, I'm bad at things. I'm just bad at things. That's just how Mm -hmm. it is. And not like to try to improve and try to like focus and like be like, all right, I can do this and I can get past it. Right. I like that message a lot. That's really right. cool. I mean, that is the that is the message, but like it's also a double-handed message of like he thought he was done with this. He thought mm-hmm. he had like recovered, but like if you even if you say you've recovered, mm-hmm. if you haven't recovered in your heart, it will yeah. come back to haunt you. Yeah. And that's what happened. Was he like he ended up being an asshole like his dad because mm-hmm. he was so like when he it it was like a flashback reason why he got into this fight in the middle of the fight. Like mm. he got into a fight with the person he was on the side with mm. and it was really fucked up uh. and it really fucked up the, like as a viewer, it was so much it's fun like, to stop watch fighting. because you, you were it. just like, cause it was just like, they were like, all right, there's victims and then there's the villain. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide at that moment if mm. you're a support hero or okay. if you're a fighting hero okay. and you haven't exactly figured that out yet. Uh-huh. And it has to tailor to what, enemy you're fighting so Mm. they all figure this out and then Todoroki's like my power is best for this and they're like yeah Todoroki you go at him and then he's (laughs) actually giving this guy a fucking run for his money and he's a professional fighter it's this huge fucking battle it's going great and then some asshole runs in and blocks Mm. his shot and he's like excuse me we're on the same side he's like 
yeah, asshole, you're an asshole, and you were an asshole to me two years ago, and you're just like your dad. Fuck you. And he's like, I'm not like my dad. And he's like, shut up. And then he goes to hit the villain, and then uh-huh. Todoroki gets spiteful, and he's like, and then it's just this elemental fight between the two of them it's where like, they're like, block your shot, block your shot. And then he's like, you're just like your dad. And then, he, like, you know, Turkey's quiet and, like, yeah. wait. So he's not going to be like, fuck my dad. But, yeah. like, if he had, it would have been resolved very quickly. Yeah. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it was just the whole time you're like, shut up, guys. Shut up and fight. The villain's literally just walking away right, right. now. <laughs> and then the, he, the main character of the story mm. has this moment. Like, they're having this whole fight conversation thing about mm. their dad and stuff. And then the main character is just running by and he's like, Taroki, what are you doing? <laughs> and it's like that kind of snaps him back for a second. He's uh-huh. like, what am I doing? <laughs> what the fuck? And Good like, question. <laughs> yeah. And like it was so intense as a viewer to be like, that is the number one hero who has two elemental powers yeah, combined yeah. into one. Literally like been kicking everyone's ass in season one. I've been team Todoroki. Since day one, since I saw his powers, because I was like, this boy can take down everything. And, like, if you combine his powers in a million different ways, it can be smarter and smarter and smarter. Mm. But, like, it was so cool to see him fall. Mm. And then later, the guy that fucked up a shot comes to him. Mm. And he's like, he, he does he does the bow, you know? Mm. Yeah. But it's, it's such a deep bow that mm. his head hits the concrete. And he's like... I acted so inappropriately. I'm so fucking sorry. He's like, he's like, he realizes he fucked this up so bad for both yeah. of them because he failed it too. Uh-huh. And like, he takes this moment to just go like, "Hey man, it's my bad. Yeah. I fucking started this. It's what I- do you say we just go hang out or something?" And yeah. like, it's so cool to see a character like, I fail, like yeah. really, really fucking fail, mm-hmm. but still have the ability to, to like stay on brand. Hell yeah. And I think that's something that like gets lost a lot is like people get off brand once they start losing and like they become mm. a different person. But like it's so tied to your identity. Right. Yeah. People attach their success or their skill to their identity and they feel like when they lose that or when mm. someone challenges that they're losing themselves. Mm. And I think it's a really important message to say like, nah, you can fuck up really badly, but like getting back up is what makes you a hero and what's makes you like who you are, you know? Yeah. And I like, I, I fucking love the shit out of it. It was just so good. And it's I probably like, like, yeah, it's my good thing. Also, yeah. I watched all of American Vandal. <laughs> oh, I still need to watch that. Don't tell me literally anything about it. All right. I will literally tell you nothing about it because I didn't see season one. I just saw season two. And is it season two? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I've got a lot to catch Maybe up on Maybe watch season two because it's super, super, super interesting. Yeah, I I'm going to watch both for sure. I don't remember season one being like as captivating. No offense. But uh, the thing with well, it definitely of, got yeah. me to watch all of the episodes in two days. I will de- I'll say this. I will definitely watch season one just because I am very in support of that dude getting a break. Jimmy, I want to say Tantoro or something like that. I've been off and on following him for like a good while now, like maybe five or six years. And, like, dude's, like, really funny. And I'm so happy that he has a show that is, like, legitimately good on Netflix. Yeah. And it's, it's just I mean, congrats the second to him. season had, like, the perfect combination of, like, absolutely ridiculous situations that mm. are interesting and yeah. you want to figure out while also being, like, real and, mm-hmm. like, they're not above making the jokes that they make. They make some pretty yeah. shitty jokes in there. I'm down with it. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. But that, oh, yeah. yeah, there's good things. Fuck yeah. Well, are you ready the to get out of here? all right place. Yeah. I'm so ready to get out of here. Fuck Never it. I've been more ready in my life. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening to the Technically Human podcast. And you know what? Maybe we'll see you next week. 
Maybe we will. Maybe, maybe we won't. won't. Maybe we're going to go out for cigarettes for a couple weeks again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go smoke cigarettes for two weeks straight. <laughs> and I'm going to smoke pretzels. <laughs> pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We love you so much. Hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.